Welcome to another episode of the One For You podcast. Today we travel into the future and into space, hunting criminals across the solar system while looking unbelievably cool. Yes, we are discussing Cowboy Bebop, the Netflix remake of the beloved anime. My name is Olivia Chonomeo, and before the Netflix remake was announced, I had literally never ever heard of Cowboy Bebop. So luckily today I am joined by Astrid Avazi, who, to put it mildly, I think is a fan? I'm a huge fan of the original. Huge uh, fan? Okay. I'm a huge fan of the original and of the creator's entire work. So, yes. so yeah, you're going to be the expert today. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Okay, so before we get into that and you can show us what you got, um, let's talk about some other stuff that we've been watching. What, else, what have you been watching? I feel like it's been a very long time since you've been on a podcast, but probably not. When was the last time you were on a podcast? I think I was the last time on podcast for the ZFF. Oh, yeah. So that was beginning of October. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's been almost, yeah. Like one and a half months. So. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so um, you've you've seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, my uh, as I as I announced before the recording, uh, I'm going to make this a very anime uh, show for myself. Um, I've been watching um, the anime show Baki, which is on Netflix. It is. Uh, it is a very dumb show. Um, <laughs> it, it is it is basically about fighting, um, and at the center of the story is this quarrel between the 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 main character named Baki and his father, who is the strongest creature on earth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is very ridiculous. It has it has a lot of violence, and it is um, what. What for some people is trash TV, this is for me, because uh, you had need absolutely no brain function to follow this story because it is very unscientific, very weird in a way. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as long as you can get over that, it is very enjoyable. Right. <laughs> Basically, like every two minutes, I send my brother a screen grab and <laughs> we have to laugh about it. So, yeah, that is... I mean, that sounds pretty fun, actually. Like, <laughs> I think it's a very hard thing to recommend, but... You're doing think... it anyway. <laughs> I will do it anyway. I don't think... I cannot think of many people I know that would enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you can get over over anime itself, I feel like it's a tough sell. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're someone who's going to check out this show, what's the show called again? Bucky. <laughs> Bucky, if you're going to check out Bucky, let us know. Let us know what you thought of it. <laughs> and whether you can ever trust us it again or not. We'll see. <laughs> Um, well, I've been, once again, I've fallen down a rabbit hole into like a TV show and I've been watching um, Animal Kingdom, which is based on the 2010 Australian film by the same name, but this is like the American version of this. It's with um, Alan Barkin, Scott Speedman and, and some others, um, and it's on Amazon Prime in Switzerland. And basically it's about this, yeah, like group of well group it's a family of criminals and you have the matriarch her name is smurf and she's in charge except she's also a horrible person and she treats her sons very terribly so it's always like 
but it's also I like it. Like you know, like it's like well-drawn characters who you also sometimes love to hate, and you're like, can the these grown-ass men become independent from their mother or not? <laughs> we will see what happens. <laughs> and there's like lots of surfing and like, yeah, I like it. It's cool. There's a lot of lots of surfing. <laughs> surfing in the show. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> because they live in California, you know. They're super uh, cool. They all have like windswept hair and like super tan, like cool. Is it like is it like Point Break or something? I guess, except we're on more, even more on the side of the criminals. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. And of course, no Ken Reef. So. Already not as good as Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get to um, our main topic today, which is Cowboy Bebop. Um, but just uh, before we get to it, um, warning. So we have seen the first four episodes, or we're mm -hmm. discussing the first four episodes. All episodes are out, 10 episodes, but we, we're only discussing the first four um, so we'll have a, um, an introduction to the show by our resident expert, and then um, we'll have a very spoiler-filled discussion of those four episodes, and then at the end we're going to have um, a, like a non-spoiler summary, and I'm going to put the time stamps in the show notes so you can skip that if you haven't seen it, or, you know, maybe you like spoilers. I don't know, some people like hearing everything before they watch the show then you could just uh listen all the way through but yes so that's how we're gonna do it okay all right yeah. go ask it so uh cowboy bebop uh, as you introduced it it's a sci-fi show uh about about three bounty hunters um called spike spiegel played by john cho jet black played by mustafa shakir and faye valentine played by uh daniela pineda and what uh, what makes up this show is that there is not really uh, there is not so, so far there's no overarching narrative to the bounty hunting stuff. It's basically very episodic, but it has a side side plot that sort of uh, goes through the episodes, like a, uh, like that you can follow through the episodes. Um, basically based on Spike Spiegel's uh, past, which we are going to get into later. Um, it is very difficult to to summarize it because I think uh, uh, it follows very much its namesake. The, the show is called Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Bebop is the spaceship the three are on, um, but Bebop is also the... the the jazz subgenre, and uh, it's very similar in that sense that it's it feels a little bit loose, a little bit improvised, in that you just follow these three characters just trying to get by. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that is as much as you can summarize about this show. But we can also summarize the four episodes. Um, wait, let me think. Would do you think there is anything else you need to add? I think like we can add the we can add the the crime subplot uh what like spike the, uh, spike's past yes. yeah like he i mean i feel like that's not a spoiler that's like from the very yeah. start right so he was oh, yeah. 
part of a of a crime organization called the Syndicate, and um, they thought they had killed him, but you can't just kill Spike Spiegel. Okay. So, <laughs> so but now they realize that he's alive, and so they're they, they've come they're coming for him, and so that's the overarching story. And but like you said, most of all, it's just like, yeah episodic yeah, like yeah. each each um episode they have a different criminal that they need to apprehend um mm. for however much money that they then don't usually get <laughs> a lot of <laughs> so they're basically always right above the poverty line so yeah 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 i think uh, we can get into it later why i call the crime stuff a subplot uh yeah when i compare it to the to the original okay but yeah that that is basically <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So then let's uh, switch into spoiler mode. Yes. <laughs> okay. Spoilers activated. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think like the, the one thing that you can, we've already talked about it, you cannot ignore it is that it is an adaptation of an ex- of an existing show uh of a show that also a tv show that is in its original um i would say time wise about the same it's about 26 episodes of 20 minutes and this show is 10 episodes of around 40 to 50, 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like the original is slightly longer, but they basically uh, adapt. So far, they adapt shows, like episodes, almost one to one, but stretch them. Really? Yes. Like the first the first episode is, uh, is also the first, like the, the, the uh, overarching plot, like the, the plot of the first episode is the first episode of the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when they uh, uh, have to apprehend these two, uh, two criminals, um, Asimov and uh, Katerina Solonson, uh, who have uh, stolen a drug called red eye that they are now trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is basically one-to-one the, 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 uh, the first episode of the original. Here it's just um, twice as long in, time, in terms of, uh, of uh, length, but also they've added some stuff. Okay. So. so just to clarify, how many times have you seen the original? I've seen the original twice in full and i'm watching it for a third like for the third time with my brother right now so okay the, all the episodes that i've seen so far the four so far i've already i think i've basically already seen the stuff that the the this season is going to cover i've seen three times so okay 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 so i am more or less familiar with it yeah. <laughs> i mean more i would say more <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you said that they're stretching the episodes. Do you feel so? Do you feel like it is? Um, do you feel like it's stretched? Does it feel like a slog to you? You know, already knowing the story. No, I think I think it it depends a little bit on on uh, on what they cover during during an episode. I think what they do really well is um, the characters are slightly different from the original. Um, I mean, 
they are visually inspired by them. I'm not sure if you've seen the uh, screens of the original. No. Uh, John John Cho uh, had his hair grow out, so he looks more like the uh, Spike Spiegel from from the show. Um, uh, Mustafa Shakir is looks very close to what Jet Black looks like in the original, but Jet in the original is white, and he is uh, he is black. Um, and uh, Faye is heavily inspired, but wears more <laughs> clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think, like the they adapt the visuals well, and I think also the dynamics between the characters. So all of the stuff that is already in the original, where it's like what I said before, that it that feels a little bit uh, haphazard, a little bit improvised, uh, just they, like, uh, the characters uh, trying to get their uh, their bounty, and as you said, <laughs> most of the time failing. Um, <laughs> I think that part is done really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, it uh, I have some, some issues, uh, but I think the character dynamics keep up a a good like they manage to keep a good pace through the to the episodes like, okay. because you can, because you can follow the because if you follow the characters it's not a slog to go through the episodes even if you've seen it i think yeah my issue is almost entirely with the what i call it the crime syndicate subplot okay <laughs> okay wait let's let's get to that later <laughs> I also have thoughts about the characters because I find this interesting because I had kind of written down that I thought the characters were not fully developed yet. Mm-hmm. So to me, they feel more like um, like an assembly of like little habits and takes, you know, like, oh, Spike likes his noodles and, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'm not saying like I don't. I don't like hate them or I don't think they're boring, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're not fully formed characters yet. That is true. Yeah. But I think yeah. the more the show goes on, I think the better it it, it gets at this because you said like mm-hmm. the rhythm, because I felt like in the beginning, maybe the rhythm was a little bit off, not quite, you know, like mm-hmm. there yet. And I think as the episodes go on, that gets, it gets better into, into like, you know, the banter, but also like yeah. the, the more serious moments because it's been, I mean, it's like, it's uh a f- there's snarky elements to the show, but I think mm-hmm. there's also like some more serious elements to it, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That um I think you can even if you compare it episode one to four, there's banter between um Spike and Jet, and you feel like at the be- like at the beginning of the of the series they've been working together for a while. But the banter feels a little bit unnatural. Yes. And by episode four, it's already much better. Yes. Like, then you can sort of, like, you can see them play off each other and it works really nicely. But it is true. In the beginning, it's it doesn't work as well. And I think this is prob- probably where me having seen the original is sort of adding more to the characters mm-hmm. that other people don't know yet. Yeah, but, I think that that might be true. Right, because mm. I have to say, this reminded me of Firefly, obviously, Space Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is a show that I really, really, really like. And there, mm-hmm. and I know they only had like, what, 13 
episodes or something? Or yeah, 16? I think so, something oh, like that. Something yeah. like that, right? And I've seen them several times. But there I feel like the characters were already more developed from the start. So I know this Absolutely. is a totally unfair. I mean, it's a random comparison. because No, no, I actually thought like, about the same. I also was reminded of Firefly. I yeah. think it's the closest comparison uh, in a sense. And there the, the dialogue uh, is more... Like it's it's just video and it's just they have better chemistry and here it just sort of like takes a while mm-hmm. to get yeah, warm. It, it does, yes. Um but I fi- also find it interesting you right you say it said now, and I know this is true that like Faye is one of the main characters, but she only appears in like episode one shortly and then episode yeah. four is sort of about her her life, yeah. you know, like yeah. um but yeah. she, like the marketing makes it pretty clear that yeah, she yeah. is one of I the know. main characters. That's yeah. why I know this. Other yeah. and, and she's in <laughs> in in the credits uh, in the opening yeah. credits, right? But yeah. otherwise, you wouldn't necessarily know that she was one of the main characters. That is true, right? Um, yeah, but just because and I, what I also find interesting is that it um, the show doesn't explain too much, you know, like in terms of exposition. It just is like I have no idea what happened to earth like you always hear in the background yeah this thing happened on earth and people are you know they came from mm-hmm. earth and you're like why what is going on what happened and it's not explained and to say you know just because Faye is like oh she woke up in a cryopod and somebody stole her info and you're like why is she in a cryopod why are people in cryopods you know like i'm sure it will be explained I think this is probably one of my larger issues with with the uh, with the way the show is done. I think they are a little bit of afraid of of um, adapting that part of the of the original because the original is uh, like you say that you're not getting a lot of information. It's it's the same with the original, but I feel like some parts they are just rushing through like um the main antagonist that uh is also i think uh vicious is is introduced in in season in episode one already right Uh, at the the very end yeah 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 but you know about him at least like by uh, by uh no he's he's introduced at the very end of uh, of episode one when they uh find out about spike being still alive and Ah. it's just they, I feel like some parts of the story they they just rush through and are like they don't let it breathe, and in the original it's just sort of like you have these you have a lot of shorter episodes where they um where you sort of immersed in this world and you have all of the all of the uh, syndicate stuff you have in the background for a very long time. It's just sort of like hints here and there. And uh, I think here it's just in your face and it does not always work for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> I feel like in, in the original, um, Vicious, for example, he leaves a very strong impression, like all of the crime syndicate stuff, like the, the syndicate, it's, like, he's, it's just shrouded in mystery and you're feeling like, holy shit, what is Spike getting himself into again? Mm-hmm. And here it's just sort of, it's like, it's like laid bare, there is no, like they don't feel like a threat mm-hmm. at all to me so far. Um, he is just... Uh, Vicious just 
looks super angry all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just sort of his character. And um like I don't feel like like uh Spike is really in any like e- immediate threat. That's that's what the the crime like the syndicate doesn't feel like a a presence in this world the way it does in the original. Okay. Um I mean, I see what you mean. Like if you had, you know, left it simmering in the background for a little bit and you just heard, you know, whispers of like, oh, the syndicate, the syndicate. And then at some point you're like, boom, syndicate and Spike is involved. That might have had, I see what you mean, like more of an impact. Although I have to say, you know, like the thing where they were going to make Vicious shoot Julia, his wife and uh, Spike's former lover. I mean, there you felt like they were super bad people because no yeah 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 it did like i felt like they are okay these guys are assholes obviously but, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not saying that they're, they're the good, good guys no they no just feel like they just feel like very um they just feel like a little bit a cliche uh crime organization okay you know what but i think the whole so- that side of the story is very cliche like you have vicious yeah. i mean first of all his name is vicious then you know like <laughs> he's like he has bleached hair and like you say he's always angry so it's like <laughs> and then what i really really didn't like and i hope this gets better what i really didn't like because in the first episode right and remember i know nothing of what happened mm-hmm. in the first episode you get flashbacks where there's like a spike and some woman and I don't know like it's black and white and you know something tragic happened so I just assumed they had killed yeah. his wife turns out yeah. she's not actually dead it's Julia so she's married to Vicious so I don't I don't know yet what exactly happened yeah. but it was so cliched it made me angry you know <laughs> like black and white tragic flashbacks Ugh. and also from what we have seen so far Julia who's played by um, Elena Satin, um, is just, like, the most cliched femme fatale. And, like, (laughs) you know, and I hope she gets more interesting because this is is already super terrible. And then I can already see Spike being all like, oh, Julia, blah, 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 doing stupid things. And I'm already like, ugh, why? And you're like, I know what happens. But, you know, this is the impression that I have so far. Yeah, yeah, I think he, she is, uh, she is changed, like, her story has changed a lot from the original, Mm. and I think in a, in a bad way, um, but I do, I, I do understand why they might have initially tried to make her more of her more of her own character because in the original she is not very like she is not not quite a damsel in distress but she has a little bit of those qualities in Mm -hmm. in um in the original and because she is just sort of uh there for for spike for his story like Mm -hmm. she's like uh to to move his story forward and i feel like they tried to make her a stronger female character and went about <laughs> it the, like the, the, the completely wrong way yeah it's just, uh, it's, uh, i mean i'm I, kind of hoping now because at the end of the fourth episode she so shows some initiative where she's like telling um vicious like how they could 
attack the syndicate and you know she comes up with an i wouldn't say a plan she comes up with an idea right and so i'm kind of hoping they're giving her more like initiative and she gets a bit more interesting yeah no it's uh, i mean the i was i was shocked to find out that that like to see her in the in the first no in the second episode you see her properly uh, in the first episode only has flashbacks of her because in the original it's she appears way way later and you have these uh, stylized flashbacks that I think in the show in the in the Netflix show look absolutely horrible <laughs> yes oh my god <laughs> it's, it's like oh it looks like some like a first year film student it's like the filter is so bad it looks awful and <laughs> in the in the original it's it's just i think it, they the scenes are just way stronger and um yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's just sort of like the uh i feel like they completely missed the point of her as a character and uh that just sort of didn't didn't survive the adaptation here because i think the rest is actually pretty good like well which is a little bit but uh i think all of like the main cast i think i really like them Mm -hmm. i think they are uh probably as good as you can get if you're uh adapting the original because you obviously have to make some changes but i feel like so far they're doing a really good job i think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like by by episode four yeah, okay. I mean, just, you know, speaking ab- about, like, the whole aesthetic of, of, of the show, it's, I think you can tell that it's, like, the original is an anime, you know? Like, it's very highly stylized, and you have, like, so many shots of, like, feet, which is, like, feet walking in. And yes. it's like, what is happening? <laughs> and uh, also, you know, many, many like really extreme close-ups, right? That I think uh-huh. it also comes from from the anime um, style. So I, I think it's cool because it's like it makes it stick out from from other shows. So yeah, I think like that. that is that is those uh, stylistic aspects they have tried to to uh, to replicate with this one. It's the, the original is, is funny because I wouldn't really uh, call the original like typically anime. It borrows from a lot of um, a lot of more Western genres, like mm-hmm. actually actual westerns, like uh, with the pew pew and cowboys. Oh, pew pew! Right? Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Clint Eastwood uh, style westerns, <laughs> and uh, obviously sci-fi and uh, film noir. Mm-hmm. Something that you wouldn't like that is not very typically uh, typically anime, and then just sort of it goes through two basically two filters, like first by this uh, Japanese creator who made the anime and it's like one of the most well-liked works um, of the of the genre, of the medium. And then to adapt that back into a more Western-flavored show is, is weird. Mm. Like it... It often it often looks the part, but doesn't really feel like it. It looks like what? Looks it looks like a very faithful adaptation of the original, mm-hmm. but doesn't feel like it. It's like uh, 
I think it sometimes feels like a very expensive fan project. Ooh, oh, ooh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel. What makes I, you say that? I think it's just sort of. I think some some aspects of the show are just um, replicated instead of adapted. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't just this just like anime just has a visual language that you cannot replicate. Like you cannot replicate it in real life, like in in live action. It's just mm-hmm. sort of like all of the extreme close ups that you have in in uh, in the original just don't work the same way when you have them in in a live action uh adaptation for example like or, or like one of those it, that was so badly done in <laughs> uh, in the episode where they try to find the the guy who kills the uh earthers <laughs> um the yes. guy who then has his uh, has his face changed mm-hmm. um Spike finds him, they run up on the roof, have their uh, fight out, and then before they fight, they have these close-ups, of yeah. the two, and then Spike's, Spike looks to the to the side and waits for this drop to fall slowly yeah. onto the ground, and it's so awkward. It's just Okay, <laughs> but I don't feel like that's only an anime thing. I mean, you can also have this in lots of, like, I don't know... Uh, kung fu movies or something where you have this that are not you know it's not about the realism but i feel you because i think this is an example of the show not having the rhythm down i feel like the editing sometimes and everything it's not quite like where it Mm -hmm. should be yet so i feel like Mm -hmm. that's an example but i'm not per se opposed to that i have to say because i think that's fun yeah it is fun when you do it well No, no, it's true. Like obviously, the uh, the entire Spike uh, Spiegel character is based on Bruce Lee, and like the his fighting style is um, the the fighting style that Bruce Lee himself developed. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to pronounce it, um, <laughs> but also he has those uh, Bruce Lee mannerisms with his hands and. Uh, because he mostly does all right there, so it's also taking from kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the original juggles all of these stylistic things, and I feel like, uh, I guess, it being an anime and it being an, like animated makes it easier to to uh, m- merge them. And here mm-hmm. they just don't don't really pull it off. I feel like I feel like someone like Edgar Wright might have probably done a very good job with this. Mm-hmm. Um, if he had been given like a a tight two hour script, like oh, that's not very tight, but like a ten, <laughs> one and a half hour script, <laughs> and I think he could have he could have replicated the 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 style. Um, to sort of like he could he could have adapted it properly. I think they are, as you say, the the rhythm is off, and it's mm-hmm. just sort of, I just think they are not as skilled at adapting what the original does into mm. live action. You should start oh. a campaign for Edgar Wright to <laughs> direct the second season. <laughs> I'm not sure he would want to do that. <laughs> uh, probably not. I think he has other things to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, but one thing that I also think, and I mean, maybe this is also something that's different or an, an effect of the change from animated to live action. 
But I mean, the show is sometimes pretty brutal, or it mm -hmm. makes you think sometimes it's extremely brutal, but it's not actually. And it's not offset by the sometimes snarky tone, right? Because we've now been talking about the rhythm and so on. But I feel like that's not off uh, offset. Like in the very first episode, right? Um, what's her name? The the woman who is with the Asimov? Um, Katarina. Yes, Katarina. Yeah. So, you know, she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. Da, 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 da. And then there's a shootout. And then you see a bullet flying through her stomach, just go bam. And I was like, holy shit. And then you figure out that she's not actually pregnant, but that she hit her, that she hit the drugs like that. But, you know, yes. for a second, you think like, holy fuck, they just shot a pregnant woman through the stomach. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that, and I think there's another one. Is that... Oh yeah, the guy four who... with the tree. Uh, no, oh yeah, that yeah, that with the tree. But like, um, I think it's episode two or three. I don't remember which one. The guy who just likes blowing up buildings. Yeah, that's episode two. Yeah, yeah and then um, he's wearing this teddy, <laughs> teddy head, teddy bear head, and then Spike somehow he hits him, and then it flies off. And for and for a second, you think, or for a while, actually, you think like the whole head came off. <laughs> But actually, it's just a teddy, teddy bear head. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on with the show? Yes, yes. It can come off as extremely brutal sometimes. Yes. Um, I'm actually, I don't remember the, the teddy bear head, but the, the um, shot in the stomach uh, that you think is a... Uh, is where she's, you think she's pregnant is from, is from the anime. It's... Uh, I think they tried to do it um, as dramatic as as the original. I guess for me it didn't work, but yeah. for you, it for me, it definitely worked. worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ooh, but the show, the fourth episode with the trees that was insane. Oh yes, yeah. Yes. So like, there's there are these eco terrorists, and they uh, have these seed bombs, and so they throw them on people, and then people grow into trees somehow, and it is extremely brutal. No, no, no. They don't grow into trees. Oh, the trees, trees grow, grow out, out of them. them. Okay. <laughs> out of them. It looks so brutal. I was shocked. I didn't I didn't expect them to do that. Uh, so that I found very funny. <laughs> but like also also very impressive. No, I think I think it it also looks it leaves an impression. And I think uh, I think that is something that because it's actually real life actors, it it is it can come off as stronger as in an anime because obviously mm -hmm. you're like this is anime so you always already have maybe like for some people i don't know yeah uh, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> also uh one of the early episodes that they that they adapted mostly but changed a few things um some very big i think i think if I am not mistaken, in the original, um, Spike does the saving at the end. And here it is, Faye. Like when she... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. When she has her heroic moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the original, it's Spike. But in the original, it's not it's not framed as this heroic moment where he does... Like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm curious. I feel like I almost want to continue watching it to see how they change these big moments for characters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Almost. 
So you're not, you don't want to continue <laughs> watching it. Well, let's continue. <laughs> let's continue <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, one thing, I think that's probably because it, the anime is from the 90s, right? It's like, it's a very analog future in some sense. Like, not how we yeah. would imagine the future now. Like, touch screens, yeah. No. Everything's like buttons and stuff you have to flip and so on. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's cool, like a different future. Yeah, yeah. Not like the um, iPod, you know, or whatever future that we see so often, like mm-hmm. where everything's like white and slick and here it's like lived in future. Yeah, I think they, they uh, do, um, compared to the original, I would say they do more of this... Um, cyberpunk thingy like where it's uh like you have this actual uh like this sort of like dirty future and the corporations control everything and uh sex is commodified and everything like that is also like a big a huge thing in one of the in episode three i think um and the original is not like that like way less than that i think in terms of, I mean, it, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that the show is sexual in that sense, but it has, like, it uses the the sex worker uh, as, like, that part of the criminal underbelly of the show, I like a lot more than the original. Like, when you have, I mean, you have the, the entire third episode is, like, most of it is uh, based in or around uh, these two brothels and mm-hmm. they make it a huge deal out of it and then you have this dominatrix and everything and i don't remember that from the original mm-hmm. like, like that part of like this um yeah like the, the more cyberpunky mm-hmm. aspects are more pronounced in this mm-hmm. in, in the adaptation which is nice i think i yeah. think you can do that uh, yeah i don't feel like it was like overly like sexualized or anything no, like, no, no. right? I mean, no, this, but it... yeah, this dominatrix, like, it was just it's more played for laughter. And she was mm-hmm. also, she was like just doing her job, yeah, right? Yeah. And not so much. I also think I might be wrong now. And if I rewatched it, maybe I, I would think that differently about this. But like, I don't think the camera was like oogling either. No, you know? no, right? I don't so, think so. Don't yeah. Think so. But. But you have like uh, the the face uh, changer that they that yeah. the criminal uses. Like they make it a, a big deal out of it that this is nowadays is just used by like in the show now yeah. it's just used by by brothels. So yeah. the the prostitutes can change their their uh, uh, looks to mm-hmm. fit whatever the client desires or whatever. Yeah, and uh, it's like one of those sci-fi. Um, uh, cyberpunk aspect that the original doesn't really have in mm. that thing. like not not from what I remember mm-hmm. I mean one thing that's like very memorable is the stupid doll that Jet wants to get for his <laughs> daughter like this oh, I can walk and it's like uh, first of all I would not give my child this doll it is hella creepy but yes. the whole like situation where he's running after the doll and he just it keep, keeps getting worse when he finally has one it's it's kind of funny it is funny it is right funny, yeah. yeah 
I think he also the um, uh, Mustafa Shakir. He also plays it well. He's just sort of like this guy is so done with everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's done with his life. He's done with his job. He's done with his partner. Yes, very true. He's so he's so frustrated. And he does it so well. <laughs> I think not everything that he does. Like he has he has a weird weird delivery sometimes. Um, but I think they like they they drop these these super philosophical lines sometimes, and it's just sort of like they just fall flat for mm. me. <laughs> and I feel like that is something that they tried to take from the anime, where you sort of like this where this kind of communication between characters is a little bit more um, acceptable, I guess, mm-hmm. or feels feels less unnatural. Yeah. So, Fair enough. Like they they to bring up stuff like with uh with um because uh Jet his his ex his ex wife is now with his ex partner who <laughs> framed him. Yes. Uh, Spike asks him about whether he would he would uh, put a bullet in a guy like that, and the way they talk about it, like it's the like in the middle of the street, and it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes a little bit of sense, but it's just so, like it feels so 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 weird sometimes. Mm. But, yeah. What do you think about the music? Um. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they go to the club, right? <laughs> to this one club, where like this is now. Just thinking about like, I mean, this is mostly where I where the music came to the forefront for me rather than while watching the episodes in general, mm-hmm. um, I have to say. Uh, and that was fine. Hmm. <laughs> Why? What are your thoughts? No, because because I, I think, uh, I mean, the music itself is, I really like it. It's by the original composer, um, by uh, uh, Yoko Kano. Um, and she did... A lot of other stuff as well, um, and in the original, it's just sort of it just works so nicely, because obviously when you have uh, when you have animation and you can, like I guess it be I guess it's easier to work with the rhythm of the music because you can animate it just mm-hmm. in a way, and I feel like that's why I think Baby Driver, right, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why I think. Edgar Wright would have done really well with this. Like all of the fight scenes, um, it's not just the choreography that I think is a little bit weak, but also the way the music works mm-hmm. in those fight scenes. If you watch the original, it's it's a visual feast, and here it's just sort of like <laughs> oh, I guess they are they are punching and kicking each other. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, I can see yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you have anything else spoilerific that you want to add? Um, no, I have been spoiled of some stuff. I guess it doesn't matter for me, but I know what what's coming up, and okay. uh, it's already making me a little bit wary about continuing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but well, let's let's talk about that in our spoiler-free part. Okay, so everybody knows. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, now let's summarize our thoughts on this show in a spoiler-free manner. Um, so 
I mean, I guess me as someone who just came into the show and like I had no preconceptions and never seen it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Big fan of John Cho. So like that's already a plus. Um, I liked it. Yes. Um, I think it's fun. I think um, it's getting better as it goes along. So I hope there's gonna there's a continued improvement. Um, I feel like the it's weird. In some ways, I feel like these um, standalone episodes are not particularly memorable. You know, like in terms of like the villains or well, villains. You know, the bounty and and so on. Except for maybe episode four. But then it's also not the characters, but what you know, like. Their choice of weapon that's interesting. Um, so I generally feel like the characters are not entirely developed yet. And I hope this gets a bit, a little bit more so like that you feel like the friendship between them. And I feel like it's getting better with uh, Spike and, and Jet actually, because they like, they laugh together a lot. And, and I feel like it's, you're getting more of a feel for like their friendship. And uh, I think it's an aesthetically interesting show. And uh, surprisingly brutal seeming, even though it's maybe not as brutal as you initially think. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, well, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. I think I I like it for for the most part. I'm starting to like it more than I liked it at the beginning. Um, yeah, maybe because I came in with uh, some preconceptions of what I want from this show. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think what it gave me at the very beginning was something that I didn't know I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, like unpack that. <laughs> I think it is a adaptation that is too too close to the source material in ways where I think it's actually hurting it. Yeah. Um, it tries to uh, to imitate things that just make it pale in comparison to the original. And I think I would have probably preferred a looser adaptation um, to what we got here so far. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe even an original story where you just have the characters and uh, yeah, work like uh, work off each other and uh, like meet each other in different kinds of constellations and just basically adapt the feeling of the show rather than the rather than the the story mm-hmm. um but i think um yeah uh, i think as i as i said in the very beginning i like the uh, i like the main cast a lot uh like i'm starting to like it even more as as it goes on so i think if i continue watching it it's going to be for them and not for it being cowboy bebop mm-hmm. and i hope that whoever watches this and feels like after one or two episodes like this is mm, uh, <laughs> that they still give the original a chance because i think it's actually very good okay so you will still prefer the original to this one absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. i think the original is maybe one of my top 10 sh- tv shows period. okay like yeah all right so, so- very good then, yes. I mean, I, I liked it. Do I, will I continue watching it? I don't know. I don't have the urge, but I was already like putting Spike Spiegel's like outfit on my list for possible Halloween costumes because it just looks <laughs> really cool. <laughs> um, 
but I don't know if I have the urge to keep watching it because as you say, like the story is meh, right? So, and um, I might, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, the original is very much about the characters and mm-hmm. sort of like how they deal with the past and with uh, with loneliness and all of that. And uh, that just doesn't, like they have not shown enough of that in the in the Netflix adaptation so far. So mm-hmm. it's difficult to... And the, as we said, the, the 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 syndicate plot we are both not huge fans of. <laughs> so, so far, no, no. Ooh, yeah, also, just so. want to shout out to Tamara Tooney who shows up. She I can't remember her character name. She's like she runs the club. Anna. Yeah, Anna. Is because it Anna? Yes. possibly yes. It's just because she's you know long time Law and Order SVU <laughs> watchers know her <laughs> as. <laughs> as the uh, Emmy on that show. So I was like, oh, look, it's her. Hooray. So I was very excited about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but uh, Cowboy Bebop, is it one for you? Um, somewhere in between. Well, okay. <laughs> no black and whites. For, <laughs> okay. No, not quite one for me. Uh, no. I think it's one for me. Um, I was, uh, I was entertained, and it's not like I don't don't like it but I don't, i'm not sure i'm actually going to continue watching it for real mm-hmm. yes oh by the way yeah. did you ever finish um nine perfect strangers no i did not oh, okay <laughs> did you? i did actually okay and yeah. i mean like what the final episode i was like what this this is the end of the story okay so oh yeah. it's just just done so yeah, it's this, like a one-time, yeah, okay. it's a miniseries, yeah. I mean, if that's your reaction, I might actually continue watching. I mean, I'm not saying this because it was like scandalous. It was just like, I'm like, this is where all of this, this is where this led to? Are you sure that's where you want to go? <laughs> yeah. So. I did I did do good on my promise, though, and I watched two or three episodes <gasps> of uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, my God. And um, I... Uh, I don't know how to say it. Oh god. I don't no. like it. No! I love it. I was like, friendship is over. Please never come on this podcast again. <laughs> I was so predictable that that was going that way. <laughs> no, I, I absolutely love it so far. I can't wait to continue watching. Right? It, so. it is amazing. I even got my parents to watch it now, so they have to watch it together and they love it. And I'm like, yes, yeah. spread the gospel of Ted Lasso. It is a very funny, very wholesome sto- uh, show. I love it for that very much. So I will continue yes. watching it. Oh, you're in season one, right? Intensely, yes. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, something about Cabo Vivo to go yeah. back to that before we finish this. Yeah. Uh, um the dog, Ein. Is yes. Super cute. So. He's very cute. He's very cute. Yes. I, I Welsh agree. Corgi. I think it's worth watching it for him alone. I feel like that's a lie because I feel like he's no. maybe in one episode. <laughs> no. I hope I hope he has a bigger role. Yes. That would be nice. Or it's more like he should be in every single shot. He's just always also there. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, what are you looking forward to, like, in the next two weeks or so? Like, obviously, apart from the rest of the episodes of Ted Lasso. 
Yes. Um, uh, as I said at the very beginning, I'm going to make this a very anime episode. So what I'm looking forward to is season six or the part six of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, it is a basically sort of like an anthology series about this eternal fight between good and evil and the of this Joestar family who has to fight whatever forces they have to fight. Uh, like, I think you would need five special episodes to to summarize this, <laughs> this okay. story. And this is now part six. It's on Netflix. Start the first five episodes, I think, on December 1st. All right. Cool. Um, cool, cool. Never heard of it. Uh, oh, Hey, by the way, the original Cowboy Bebop is also on Netflix, right? Did I yes, this? it is yeah. also on Netflix. So yeah. if you yeah. want to watch both shows or just the one show, you can watch either one of those on Netflix. Yeah, cool. and if you only yes. want to watch one show, then <laughs> you should make it the original. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot comment on this, but sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm true to form. I'm looking forward to Hawkeye, which is going to start on Disney Plus, like, on wednesday i think when this show so yeah wednesday like today wednesday then um so and it's gonna be basically uh so hawkeye clint barton and he is making a new friend in kate bishop who's played by <laughs> Haley uh steinfeld and it's basically i think it's an i think it's an adaptation of like one of the comic runs or something not that i know so much about it but but like changed probably less. yeah and it's um yeah. It's Christmas themed because, of course, because it's almost yeah. Christmas. So, but the the trailer looked like fun, especially the first one, and then subsequent trailers. I was like less a fan of, but I think it could be cool. Yeah, and I think if if people like this uh, this miniseries, they should definitely give the the Matt Fraction written Hawkeye a run go if they are into comics because I think it's really good mm -hmm. and is basically the the main inspiration for this. Because you get Hawk Guy. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's what they call him. <laughs> oh my god, okay. <laughs> and and uh, Kate Bishop, who is also very fun in the in the in the comic zone. So. Alright. I'm very cool. curious how they I feel like I feel like this is the kind of from what I've seen so far, this looks like a better adaptation of the source material than than uh, Cowboy Bebop. <gasps> okay, we'll check back in with you after you've seen Hawkeye. <laughs> yes, in how many episodes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that was it for this episode of the One For You podcast. Astrid, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, in the next episode, we'll be talking about Gunpowder Milkshake and V4 Vendetta. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, let us know. And more importantly, let others know. Either by, you know, like telling them to their face or by going to your podcast app of choice and leaving a great rating for us. <laughs> yes, please. And to keep up to date with the podcast, follow us on social media where we're at one for you pod Hear you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>